This week on the Roommates Podcast. These young men who are in these isolated environments, mm-hmm. when they start getting bullied and oh, shamed no, 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 and belittled no, and let attacked. Let me get the stats. To, like, I feel like, yo, like, th- this leads to some dangerous men. Yo, what's good, America? It's your boy, Hafiz. Chris is on the show, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Roommates Podcast. A a late night conversation taking you behind the scenes of becoming an adult, featuring all the wild people, conversations, and perspective Mm -hmm. you experience on the way. Okay, we're going back to Negro spirituals. I like it. Also... Known uh, as the, the best water. hour of your week, Wait where in the water, you are entertained like a standard, educated. I don't know, like a TED the word talk, all right, and in line like a sermon. Boom, hey, we're Bam. back. We're back. Amateur hour. I heard that they're bringing the Apollo back, actually. They're bringing back the Apollo? Yeah. People even watch the Apollo? Yeah, I heard some people got booed off stage, like like Richard Pryor. Son. His son? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what a failure. What it's a like failure. Michael Jordan's son, like, bro, just don't try. I'm sorry. If you listen to Michael Jordan's son, um, he have tried there's other it. things in life, and your, and your dad's rich, so you're good. Oh, yeah, you're fine. Go be a shoe designer. <laughs> you said what? Go be a shoe designer. A <laughs> uh, shoe designer. <laughs> All right, so as usual, guys, welcome, 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 welcome. For our new listeners, we begin our podcast by shouting out our super amazing listeners from all around the country because we love showing love yes, and support. As usual, we begin with our international listeners, our people in London, what, London as usual. <laughs> London, man. I'll London, you're rocking with the roommates. Shout out to- uh, We do need to make a trip to London. We got to make a trip. I don't know if she's in London, though. I think she might just be in England. She's in London for all, all right. our purposes. Cool. So in London, my we got our girl Sharon. Uh, hopefully, I said her last name right. Is Aniam? Oh no, it Aniam. 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 I don't know. I'm sorry. I probably said that totally wrong. Hey, she's Yo, a PhD man. student. Oh, she's smart, smart. Yes, yes, yes. So shout shout out to her. She likes to uh, fight for injustice. That's pretty dope. Oh, that's what's up. Shout out to Sharon, rocking with the Roommates Podcast, all our dope listeners overseas in the UK. UK. Now we can go back into the States, into the Americas. We got my guy, Angel. What's up, Angel? My man, Angel's been rocking with the Roommates Podcast for a hot minute. He's from Hereford, Texas. I don't know where Hereford is. I have no idea what that is. Hey, Angel, let us know. Where is it at? He's been rocking with the podcast, though. I rock with Angel. Next, we have Shekinah. Hope uh-huh. I said her name right. She's from South Carolina. Okay. She's a big fan of the podcast. She always sends us nice, encouraging messages. Oh, she does? I yes, need she it. She does. Thank words you, of affirmation. I need it. We love the words of affirmation. She's also an SG row. Oh. So is that a good for sorority? It's a, I mean, they're all good. You no, know I'm saying like are they like the stuck up ones? Uh I honestly don't know any stereotypes about SG rows. Okay, so that honestly. must mean they're good. Yeah. Shout out to SG Rose all in the world. Next, we have Krista Grobstitch. Uh, Hopefully that right. This <laughs> is way too easy. <laughs> She's been sending us some great encouragement. She said the podcast really uplifts her at work. Hey, yeah. So she checks it out trying, every man. Monday. Every Monday, we be trying to bring some light. I love it. And a little bit of darkness from my face. <laughs> Next, we have Dominique Brown. She is actually a beauty and lifestyle blogger. 
Shout okay. out to my girl Dominique. She's a fan of the podcast as well. Guys, ladies, if you're interested in building the lifestyle, go ahead and check out her website and her, I mean, her YouTube page where she does a little vlog, whatever. Vloggers. And last, my homie Ralph, Ralph Tresvant. I think I said that wrong as usual. <laughs> Jesus. And he is a grad student at Virginia Tech. So shout out to them Hokies. Oh. <laughs> what happened? Hokies? That's what they are. I, just, I didn't never knew that. Oh, you never knew that? No. Yeah, Ralph. yeah, Hokies? yeah, yeah. Man. Shout out to all the people. Thank Man. you guys so much. And you know what? A lot of people has been getting a lot of attention recently. Bro. Yes. Especially this past week. Yes. Chris made a call last week I to did. all the listeners. And he said, we want feedback. Oh, yeah. We want that. comments. We want messages. We want to hear back from you guys. And we got more than enough. No, we didn't. We True. got a lot. We got a lot. We had, we had so much that I had to take over Instagram and you had to take over Twitter. Yes. Rather than you doing both. Yes. I actually put work in, guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> nah, and so we we had the most messages we've ever gotten. I want that momentum to continue to increase. Yes. Guys, I want to continuously be bombarded by tweets, DMs, messages, comments. I want consistent. There's thousands of people listen to this every week, and I only got maybe 85 messages. I that's want still a lot. It's still a lot. I still want that's more. A, that's a bigger that's a big improvement than like it is. <laughs> Whatever. We want more, guys. We want to hear, guys. We want this personal connection. I'm gonna call somebody out. That guy on Instagram, what's that dude's name? Um what? <laughs> Houston Ray J, whatever his name is. Sam, who are you talking about? Remember, remember that guy who made a comment about sent us a DM about the um he wants us to get a married guy, a single guy, an engaged oh, guy. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. How are you going to call yourself a day one roommate and you've never sent us a message until day 565? Hey, man, listen, bro. Come on, man. If you well, a real listen. roommate fan you and you ain't commenting, I'm letting you know you probably ain't down with the roommate. He said, I'm a roommate from day one. Hey, man, you know, sometimes you just got to, you know, you guys, just take your time, bro. H-Town Ray J, yeah. That's yes. It. Yes, I remember my people, man. You remember them? Because I, I didn't know who you was talking about. Because yes. only Ray J I know is uh, he hit it first. It's all <laughs> man, and so for all of our people who are just tuning in for the first time, let me let you guys know why the Roommates Podcast is the best podcast in the country. You see, when you listen to a Drake song. Okay. <laughs> can you hit up Drake? No, you cannot. You cannot hit up Drake. When you watch Insecure, can you hit up Issa Rae? You cannot hit, hit up Issa Rae at all. When you see Angela or I flame people up on CNN, can you hit her up and ask her questions? Probably not. No. All your relationships with your favorite personalities yep. and celebrities yep. are one-sided. You know them. They don't know about you and they don't care. They don't give a crap. We care. We care. We love. And we make it our personal responsibility to communicate and talk to every last person. Yes. And I know we have to we have to continue doing that and keep getting better because I know some people do want to show up to our live recordings. Okay. But also, people got to understand that stuff happens. And right now, we're recording in my apartment. Yes, we are. It's Sunday night. It is Sunday night. And... While I'm like going on Instagram into y'all DMs, but hey, we're recording it, you know, Sunday or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. It is. But when we do record the studio, you all want to come up, please continue to uh to DM us because people yeah. do want to come to live recording, watch us and see how the experience is, maybe learn some stuff, ask some questions, yada, yada, yada. We are willing to do that. That's real. One day we will start charging y'all. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, I'm just yes, listening. indeed. Uh, kind of. Kind you of, know, not really. Instance. Maybe depends on how much we'll money we But now, real talk, guys. If you are just now listening, <laughs> communication is our strength, Sorry. 
and we want to communicate with you. So please send us messages, comment, 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 yes. messages, messages, messages. Chris, what a week. Talk about the week. Man, what a week. Um, I'm going to just say this. Hafiz, I don't know I'm doing this, but I'm going to say Go this, ahead. all right? Women. <laughs> Women. Women. Y'all got to get off my boy Hafiz, all right? Get off his back, please. I had a lot of people that mentioned me personally that also listened to the podcast that was wrong with your boy, was wrong with your co-host. Nothing wrong with Hafiz. All what we did last week was create a conversation and dialogue. That's all we did. So for the people who missed out on last week's episode, go back and listen to it because it's actually a really good episode. Okay, tell them what tell them what was it just? We were talking about uh, interracial dating, and some of our female but African American listeners did not agree with some of the things that both of us said. Mainly, well, not really mainly high fees, but he brought it up saying that most black women are just insecure and reason why they're... No, no, don't. You see, you're trying to screw me over. I, well, you, you explain, Okay, I'm not trying to screw you over. <laughs> um, what I said was that in regards to the issue with interracial dating, why people are upset, mm-hmm. I said a lot of the frustration stems, in my opinion... Mostly from insecurity. And didn't I just say that? But you said most black women are insecure. You know how they're going to take that. Oh. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Uh, I lost my whole train of thought now. But my whole thing is that was just conversation and dialogue. And I also think people, because we kind of discussed it, that people really don't know the definition of insecure. Okay. And uh, and people really, um, really just was just taking a bag about some of the things that we said. And one, uh, we apologize. That's not our uh, intent to really, you know, bring frustration and, and really make our our listeners angry at us and frustrate us and think we're saying problematic things. We was honestly just discussing. Yeah. And we was honestly trying to figure things out because our mothers, sisters, friends, they're all black women. Yeah. And we care. And we want to, uh, we, we was really just trying to figure out how, and why um, something like how the effects of black men dating outside of the race affects black women. Yeah. And to Chris's point, we literally read through every email, oh, every Jesus message, Lord, every everything. DM. We got a lot of them. And y'all wrote books about <laughs> yeah. the feedback was really 50 50. That's what, yeah. And that's what really that's something that people need to understand. That's true. Um, because I had this one girl who wrote down, who sent me a message. She said, 99% of 90 no sorry 99.9% yeah. of black women don't care who black men date yeah. and then I got 40 emails about black women who care about what black men date yeah. so I think it's really important that in this conversation it it's like two sides of people yeah. right and so there was people who like you said were offended by some of the comments I shared and viewed like it was problematic and there's people who really resonated with it and was yeah. grateful for the research yeah. and the data. Because yeah. to that point, do you know only two girls asked me for the data? No, I'm not surprised Only by two that. girls asked me for the data. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. So um, what do you think, in your opinion, was the biggest thing you heard that women disagreed with what we were talking about? Just so I think, I just think the definition of, of, of insecure. Okay. And like when... When we were talking about, um, you know, it's kind of like we were saying that black women don't care about themselves enough or don't appreciate themselves enough. And 
and it's kind of their fault. If you love yourself and you really um, have, you know, high self-esteem, high regard for yourself, it really shouldn't have matter what the black man dated mm-hmm. and, uh, or who a black man dates. And, or any mandates. Or any mandates. But yeah, and uh, I think that's what um, most of our female listeners was like, oh, heck, nah, it's a problematic statement. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't agree with that. I'm stopping listening, you know. And somebody said we sound like typical men. And that really angered me. You yeah, know, th- my thing is, listeners, I can beat myself down, yeah. but don't beat me down. Don't yeah. call me typical, Dagnabbit. Yeah. I'm like, I ain't typical. No, and, I'm not accepting that. And to, even to that point, like saying that we're typical men, I think we did a really, really good job. One, with you trying really hard to explain the other side. But the biggest thing for me was when we had the conversation, we brought up the numbers. We, And let me tell you what I've noticed the most about in, in regards to every single email and message I got. When I brought up the numbers, mm-hmm. right, a lot of women first questioned the numbers, yeah, of course, which is why probably. I had to show it to them, Yeah, you know, and a lot of people were basing their beliefs on mm-hmm. their experience. Which is and, understandable. And which is understandable, but this is very, very problematic. Mm-hmm. This is what I found the most problematic of the conversation. People were basing their beliefs on their experience. So let's say there was a girl who said, I... In my experiences, men of my race think that I am less attractive and they find women of other races more attractive, in my experience. So then she generalizes all men of her race and say they're all like that. And I'm like, well, that's not true. That can, that, that's your personal experience. Mm-hmm. And your personal experience is 100% legitimate. But if you allow your personal experience to dictate the reality for everybody else, that's dangerous. Uh huh. But I, like I said, I think I think uh, it's really hard for. I mean, I think it's a mature thing, but uh, maturity level to do that. Yeah. But if you were constantly kind of like we're going back to the same conversation, but yeah. you know the uh, the newest episode of Grownish came out. I don't know, sometime last week. And shout okay. out to Brooke Lewis. She told uh, me about it that we should watch. I just forgot to tell. Okay. Me. But you know, it's like a twenty minute episode, and it was really exactly on uh interrate interracial dating. Yeah. And uh and it was definitely about it was like, you know, just college kids sitting at the table and they were just talking about like they were just like sitting around in a, in a social setting and how, you know, you see a black man walk by with a white girl, you know, that's led to a conversation. Mm-hmm. And obviously they they were saying, you know, as uh some of the female students were saying that they're not appreciated and they're the bottom of the totem pole. Mm-hmm. And you know, they really don't get, you know, the looks, the attention um, nobody really talks to them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those experience and on combined seeing, you know, men they probably don't know uh, dating outside their race, mm-hmm. that's how people can lead to thinking. Even though the numbers may see one thing, yeah. but in their proximity into their world, yeah. it's a completely different story. And that's a great point. This is one thing I, um, I really understand that, but here's what I find could be challenging for that. Let's say I'm a black man, right? Mm -hmm. And in most of my experiences, I see like ghetto ratchet women. Because not saying they're all women are like that, but there are some women who are ghetto and ratchet. Yeah. So most of my experience, I see ghetto ratchet women. Yeah. And I grew up around that. Yeah. Would it be fair to say, hmm, I grew up around, I've experienced this most of my life. Therefore, all women black women are ghetto and ratchet because in my experience this is all that I've seen mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm saying is so problematic well is that- I mean yes yeah you have a, a sensational point 
But like, how long are you in that proximity? If you like, if like, if you if they're in college and they're experiencing that, obviously that's what they're gonna believe. They probably think the world is bigger. But it's, it's, I'm in this college. I'm at this, you know, public school. Yeah. And this is what it is. Yeah. And this is naturally is what I'm. I'm assuming what it's going to be. Um, but if you if you happen to need the hood, whatever. No, I'm saying in college, like even in yeah. college. That's what I'm saying. Like you can you can be trapped in your own experience. You can be trapped in an environment seeing the I same people saying. over and over again. And, that, and then I mean that goes. I mean how? I mean how can they get out of that environment? I mean that trap mind state. And that's why I think it goes back to one looking at the numbers. Yeah, know? but like numbers, then, the numbers. I mean, I get it. It's real, but yeah. it's not reality. For them? For them. And whose fault is that, though? I know. I know. I know. It just sucks, bro. Like it I sucks. Say, it's like, because, like, I mean, if they really showed it from a, a female point of per, uh, perspective and them explaining to uh, the different people groups, um, I mean, the different friends they uh, they were associated with, and I can just tell how, uh, I can just see the hurt. Yeah. Like, man, dang. Like, no guy. Yeah. Not black men, not white men, Hispanic men, yada, yada. Like, no guy really sees me as attractive but I mean just in that situation I'm yeah. not saying in every situation but yeah. um, it's just really hard to really be like alright well the numbers say this let me go out and go out there and be positive and, and look at the world a different light yeah cause I mean cause what, what I found was upsetting was that in an attempt to justify your experience you blame somebody else that's what I found that's why I didn't like because the conversation now becomes it's the black male's fault because yeah. now the black male doesn't like his own woman. Yeah. That's what I don't like yeah. because it's it's one thing to say my experiences create this reality, but another thing to say is my reality is based upon this person not being good. Yeah. And he's not good because he doesn't respect his own women. And that's why, because it's it's, it goes back to what I find wrong in our community is that we're always fighting each other. We're always mm -hmm. blaming one another. We're that's saying, true. you're wrong. You did this to me. You hurt me. Oh, black women are like this. Black, like we're always pointing the finger at each other. And that's why I don't like the conversation being, oh, black men don't like black women. I'm yeah. like, no. Yeah. That's that was a and that what that was the whole conversation. The conversation was not black men don't date outside their race. Yeah. We never said that. Yeah. We never said there are black men who don't like black women. We never said that. Yeah. There are definitely black men who don't like black women. Yeah. There's definitely black men who think white women are beautiful and and, and foreigns are beautiful. There's definitely yeah. men like that. Yeah. But what we were saying was the myth that black men prefer and like women outside the race yeah. more than black women, we were just saying it's just not true from not only from our experience, but also from surveying all the data for marriages in America. Yeah, I mean, like I, said, I think, and also the, the episode Grown is really um, showed um, just kind of quick, like quick collage of multiple famous people that are interracial and it was a lot. And I was like, God dang. You know, so I mean, that's just seeing that as well also um, also hurts, you know, the black woman mind seeing all these famous people up actually uplifting, you know, other women outside their race. Yeah, my thing, and then my, I guess this goes back to the comment, and I, I don't want to spend too much time on it. What the word insecure means? Yeah, I looked it up. Like insecurity is about lacking inner confidence. Okay. And when you're insecure, the words of other people or the behaviors of other people mm -hmm. can affect your well-being and confidence mm -hmm. because you're not confident in yourself. So mm -hmm. for example, let's say me, I'll be insecure about 
let's say my legs. I don't yeah. like my legs. I'm insecure about my legs. My, my legs shoulders is, and chest are ridiculous. My legs are skinny. So if because because I'm not confident in my legs, anybody can make a comment about my legs and don't hurt me. Yeah, you'll feel you, some. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if I was secure and I felt good about them. Like, let's say I feel good about like my smile. Yeah. Like, you're not gonna tell me I have an ugly smile. It's not gonna hurt me because yeah. I know it. I know it looks good. You will literally laugh that off. You know what I mean? I'm like, sure. <laughs> and so for me, it goes back to how can the behaviors of somebody else? Let's say even if there was a guy who said I don't like black women or white women or whatever type of woman because of her race or this. Mm-hmm. How can his opinion make you feel less than the person unless you're not fully secure in who you are? Mm, yeah, but like I said, it's 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 like I think I think the it's all about the uh, what am I trying to say? Like the not the intent of the message, but just the way it's delivered. So it's like you know, it's like saying you know some black women or all or, or women are insecure. It sounds like you know we're blaming them. Like maybe if you you know if you straighten yourself up you wouldn't feel some type of way and then you'll look at the world differently that's why i think I most people saying. took it as like I man that's a problematic saying. statement you're blaming you're saying that i'm not i don't love myself enough um and therefore i'm angry and and it's it's not the black man's fault it's my fault because i don't love myself enough that's a great point that's what i'm saying i, I just point. think the uh what am i looking for it's not the intent but the way it's delivered what's the, what's delivery Delivery Delivered <laughs> I've been delivered <laughs> But uh, I mean I saw a really um, I feel like this is really what um, Like sums up And Not really sums up But I just saw an interesting uh, Tweet about this That some one of our listeners uh, Tagged us in And said I'll never understand How a man who has a, a Black mama can fix his lips to degrade black women as he lifts up another woman of a different race. And my question, and this is just my question. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. You, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like, when do, when are, the, where are these men who are lifting up all these other women? Man, you know what I, I mean? Well, like, my thing, well, I'm, I'm saying. Because uh, he dates her, that means he lifts her up. Where are these, wait, 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 where are wait, these, wait, all wait. these pro-feminist men in the world who are lifting up all these other women? Hafiz, Hafiz, this is how you get attacked. They're out there. We don't know. We don't, we're not associated around these guys. I'm yeah. sure. If these guys, if somebody was in our friend group yes. and would say something about black women, we would check the shit no, out. I'm not saying, I'm not talking about the guys who degrade black women. Yeah. I'm saying the people, I've heard many times. He said, that, this, that, but, but this tweet said degrade black and women. And uplift other women. I just, I'm, As he lifts up another woman's, and that's a, what I'm a saying. woman of a different race. And that's like where, so, okay, I, I guess what, this is what she's trying to say. A man who would say something like, I don't date black women because, because X, ghetto, y, X, Y, and, and then I date white women because, because X, Y, and Z. Okay, that yeah, makes that's, sense. That's okay. what she's talking okay. about. That's what she's talking about. Um, and she basically said, date whoever you want to, but leave, our, but leave us out the conversation. You don't have to dis- disrespect us while dating outside your race, which yeah. is absolutely true. That's true. And, uh, and that's for goals for any race, yeah. you know. Um, if, you are, if you're into interracial dating, you should not degrade any other race um, just because whatever. But yeah. that's what I think... The moral of the story is, I think it's a lot, for me at least, it's a lot more uh, other problems in the world <laughs> like, to really yeah. be, like, to really keep us up at night. Yeah. And um, I think that at the end of the day, the Lord has a plan for you and will provide um, a spouse if no matter. If you're meant to be married. Huh? If you're meant to be married. If you're meant to be married, of course, you know. Um, if you're not, you have, to, you have to, yeah, you have to pray about that. I don't know. But um, I think... I think uh, as and just for just uh, men and women in general, I think you do have to be. 
I know for myself for sure, like you have to be more, uh, you have to love yourself more. You got to know yourself, really learn um, who you are, how you receive love, how you give love, um, how to be single yeah. in this world is really hard as well. Um, and like, you have to know that it's going to be some, you just have to learn how to not let things get to you. If you're lonely, you know, you shouldn't go back running to an old, you know, dang old flame yeah. because you're just lonely at night. And if you looking, if you need words and affirmation, you should just not go and just get what you need from a girl or attention, yada, yada, yada. I think being uh, secure in yourself and loving yourself and knowing how to be single really is a key to victory. I think that's a, a way for you to do that is the gospel at the end of the day. That's real. And I think what I want to say in closing, it's huh? It's hot. You it's turn, hot. You turn the air Yeah, off. but for the microphone, I want to uh, Unless you want to capture it. Do you mind it? I mean, if I can, we can put it back on. But in closing, my words to of encouragement to the women is this. One, um, I personally don't put the blame on black women. And now that we you- We don't personally we, put the no, blame on No, but they weren't mad at you, though. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they. I, I, we both got called typical okay. men. So I'm not okay, saying. Like so, I said, I don't. I. Right. It's a we in this. If you said something wrong, I said something wrong. Okay. You, I, if I so, said something wrong. You say something. So wrong. So we definitely did not put the blame on black women, and I, I now I can see why the claim, my claim that, in my personal opinion, I feel like a lot of it comes from insecurity. But I will say two things. I will say one: don't do not let the negative opinions of a few dictate what you believe about all. You know, I agree. don't That's let true. do not let the negative opinions of a few dictate what you believe about all. If fifty actors in Hollywood date white women, that should not make you think that black men only date white women. Yep. If a few black men are on Twitter or on Instagram or in the locker room saying black women are ugly and trash. It yep. does not mean that all black men think they're ugly and trash. And and, and for men as well, if for you all, well. if you all see that you know it's it's some women out there saying that all men ain't shit. Like That's do not, not believe that. You and know? it's so and it's so easy to fall into that trap. So I easy. fall into that sometimes. So I fall into that sometimes. I'm guilty of it. Like a few. Bad girls do bad things to me. I'm like, well, women yep. today are X, Y, and Z. And yep. it's not fair to let a few negative apples um, really affect your whole view. So that's my 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 first plea. Like, just don't let that happen. And two, like, surround yourself, not surround yourself, but really expose yourself to the other things in life. You know, the more positive stories in life. Like, Oprah did a whole series on black love that you can check out by yeah. actors and celebrities in Hollywood about black love. There's, there's probably in, there's great Instagram pages about black relationships and yeah. black loves and websites. Like, surround yourself with these positive narratives to encourage yourself. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like what happens, we live in such a world with so much negativity, is that the negativity always becomes the first things on our feet and it consumes our minds. But yeah. surround yourself with positivity. Yeah, and uh, Lauren, don't ask us any more questions. <laughs> You're banned for asking us any more questions. All these got us all in trouble and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. We love black women. Yeah, and, and like I said, you know, we, we definitely do. And just, I just think that's so important, man. Just do not be consumed with these, these narratives and don't let these few people just really dictate how you feel about everybody else because those people who believe these negative things are not the kind of people that you want speaking into your life and creating your realities. Boom. All right. Let's go ahead. Take a quick commercial break. We're the roommates. I got to pee. And we'll be back. 
Okay, okay, we are back. We oh, what the my bad, my bad. We are me. back. We are back. We are back. 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 All right. Woo! Now we got that out the way. Now that we get that out the way. Hopefully they're still not mad at us. Hopefully they're still not upset at us. And as always, send us a message if you want to continue this conversation. I had some great conversations this week about it. Yeah, I had too. A lot of people learning. A lot of people learn things. I learned some things as yeah. well. Um, I think it was really good, um, and I'm glad people responded. Because we ask for good and negative feedback. We do. We love and, it all. And we love it all. And I think we we definitely grown from it and we understand. Yeah. And uh, I hope our listeners grew and understand as well. Love it. So, I this week. interracial <laughs> couple kids. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, another one. <laughs> so, I'm done. this week, I want to talk about something that I've been thinking about for quite a while. You think a lot. I think a lot. And what I want to discuss is this idea of, first and foremost, that Indian woman is so beautiful to me. She's off of um, um, that um, the intern the intern movie with- uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 this is not basketball. This is okay. American Idol. Yeah, I'm not trash. about to do this, but um, I want to talk American about- American Idol hasn't been good since Fantasia. Go to ESPN. It's ESPN? Yeah. All right, but All right. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. So it's about toxic masculinity. Er- Yes, toxic masculinity. I want to talk about that. And with, we didn't talk about the mass shootings that were occurring. Um, I, I wanted to sit down, you know what I mean? Let it simmer a little bit. I feel like a, a lot of people are reactionary with yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And I really wanted to have a really good conversation with you about the, these things. Huh. And um, Basically, what I mean by toxic masculinity is that a lot of people believe in American society in regards to what is taught about being a man and being and manhood is unhealthy. Okay. And these unhealthy messages of masculinity and manhood is contributing to a lot of the anger, aggression, and violence that's going on with men in today's world, mm-hmm. which is definitely true. Yeah. But I want to challenge everybody, first and foremost, is whenever you hear about a problem, never believe a simple narrative, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, a simple narrative can be like this. Chicago had 100 shootings, right? They were all black. Yeah. Simple narrative is black people are just aggressive in Chicago. Yeah. Simple. It's just simple. Yeah. But if you dive deeper, you can be like, hold on, there's more to this. There's gang violence. There's there's lack of job. It's just so much more yeah. depth to the issue. Yeah. So I feel like when it comes to what's going on with a lot of men in today's world, people have simple narratives. It's just simple. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, men are just bad and mm-hmm. women are good. Mm-hmm. And therefore, bad men do bad things. Mm-hmm. But it's not really diving into what's really going on and what contributed to what these guys are going through. Okay. That's really interesting. I mean, I, I know it's a lot. Yeah. Um, whew. I'm and, just, yeah, I mean, listen, let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. What, what so this, so I, I don't want to continue to repeat things that go on often with us, you know what I uh-huh. mean? And like sound like broken records, but I feel like our podcast has these seasons at times where it's like you hear the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, this week again, and hopefully this will change by Monday, but another girl low key kind of screwed us over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And this was a girl that we're being really kind to trying to be warm and loving and supportive and all that stuff. And another girl like screwed us over, Mm -hmm. you know, 
And to me, it was it's really easy to take that and be angry. Yeah. You know what I mean? At women. Yeah. And just be angry in general. Yeah. And I feel like what's happened to a lot of men is not just women. I, I hope I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit, but I want to I want to jump into something else. But like when something bad happens, mm-hmm. they get angry, but they don't know how to process it. Yeah, or something bad happens, it's just like just quit. All, exactly. All and so it's like when women get hurt, women voice themselves. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they share. They express. They express their feelings. Yeah. But when men get hurt, I feel like they, like you said, they they check out and then the rage builds. You know what I mean? And then they act out in anger. Yeah. So man, I just, I just, I just wondered, man, do you do you in your life feel like at times like there's for men there's not a, a healthy way of a, of like expressing hurt and frustration? No, it's definitely not a healthy way. I mean, yeah. just I just know um it really just depends on what to me what season in life uh somebody's in. So, for example, when if I would get angry in high school, I, I already always knew I had football. Yeah. I always had an outlet where or some kind of sport where I could just kind of like forget about everything mm-hmm. and uh and just focus on that. Yeah. Um. Or my anger is uh is really quick. Like I I like it's really just like I'll just snap. Yeah. And uh and just blow up. And that's probably just something that's building over and over mm. time, over time, over time. Yeah. And uh and it's kind of like I kind of had to had to like go away and dis like just really clear my mind and really just think mm-hmm. um about what's going on um with whatever that situation was um. But I think I think just it's also just a com- a combination of men not are really not supposed to show emotion. Yeah. Um. And if you do show signs of of uh, emotions, it's weakness, especially if you you're um you know like you're really emotional and you want to cry things like that. Yeah. Um. And it's okay to cry. Yeah, that never. True, I haven't true. cried in a while actually. But yeah, when the last time I cried? Anyways. Yeah. Um. I think. Um. Yeah, I just ah, it's 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 tough, man. Just uh, just ah, uh, Hafiz, <laughs> you and these open ended questions, man. <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of it. Yeah, no, and and for me, like I said, I was processing it because like I'm thinking, I'm thinking back, like we have the podcast to, to process so much stuff. We do, you know. And, and you think so about like men, what do they have? What else do they? Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of these guys who are going through hurt and are going through frustration. And they're going to pain. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like even to the point about like to go back to an old conversation that we had earlier about five minutes ago, but last episode when black women say, certain black men say, you know what I mean? They don't like black women. And they say negative things about black women. Yeah. A lot of these black men may have been hurt by black women. Nine times out of 10 probably. You you know what I mean? Yeah. And so a lot of people don't see the story of men getting hurt. Okay. You know? Yeah. And then that hurt. So basically, like, hurt has, like, three stages, in my opinion. Like, this is for me. It's, like, first, it's sadness. Mm-hmm. Then it's frustration. Mm-hmm. And then it's anger. Yeah. Right? Because, like, like when, uh, what, do, what do you, when, okay, when when you get ignored by a woman, what, what's yeah. that process like, process like for you? What are your initial reactions and steps? Like, what are your mind? What do you think? It's that. It's 
first I'm sad. I'm like, dang, like I'm not good enough again yeah. to deserve a conversation with her. And then? And then it's frustration like, hold on, I'm a fee. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I'm a good person. And I'm trying to help. I'm not trying to finesse. I'm like, I'm a good Christian guy. I'm trying to do right. And then what? And then it's like, I'm mad. Uh-huh. I'm like, what the freak? Like, bump this girl. I'm going I'm to do this and prove to you uh-huh. and make you regret this. You know, and, and then well, how how does the next person? It's the same scenario. What do you mean? Like if so, if another girl do the same thing that she did, it's the same. And then it, it, then it builds up, and then eventually gets to the point where it's like, I have to talk to you. I have to talk to somebody else about it because it starts to bleed in. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the anger begins to like generalize for everybody else. Yeah, but like I'm saying, how like how is your ment- like how do you mentally uh, prepare for it now? Are you more of like, are you less like? Are you expecting less now? I think I I think I expect. I have me and Francis had this joke. We have like we have like this PTSD where in our minds we know at any time you can leave. Yeah. So that's how I prepare myself. It's like I I like in my mind I just don't believe I don't believe any woman. Like we talked about this before. Is my yeah. friend. Yeah. I don't believe any girl. Yeah. Not a single one is my friend. Yeah. So I feel like at any time she's gonna leave. Yeah. And so that's how I protect myself from getting angry. And then another way I protect myself from getting really angry uh-huh. is I blame myself for everything. Yeah. And I say, you, you, you've seen this me do this for like, oh, I made the bad choice. Yeah. Oh, I, I should never talk to you. I, I did this. Yeah. So the way I help process it is I put the burden on myself yeah. to be better. Yeah. And that's why I have this obsession with being the best. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, maybe if I'm the best. So I, I take the energy, the anger into... It's still not the healthiest way, yeah. but I still channel it in a positive direction to improve myself. Uh-huh. But other people take that anger and then they use it to tear other people down. Mm. Yeah, because I think I think I'm very similar. I know um, when something's bothering me, like people can usually tell on my face because mm-hmm. because I mean I like really my just dad. huh you like my dad yeah I just oh usually, sorry dad never mind anyways <laughs> I just usually like. Um, I mean, I know. I, I, I mean, I, I used. To, I went. I'm not bragging. <laughs> I used. To, I used to act. So I know how to fake it till I make it. You know, in 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 any scenario, uh, for sure. Um, but I think like if something, if some somebody's bothering me. Like, so for example, if I like, oh no, like worst thing is like getting stood up or yeah. like or you asking something for somebody and yeah. they say no. Um, I think I think in my my process. I'm sure other men can really. Uh, um, feel what we're saying is yeah. it's definitely like hurt originally. Like, man, this shit really just happened. Yeah, like you know, like that initial no. Yeah, like, you know, and then it's naturally you go to like, man, I may not be good enough. Mm. Like, I'm just not good enough. Yeah, you know, and may I? It's like what? What? How can I? The next is how can I approve? Yeah, you know, it's like, am I ugly? Yeah. If I ugly, how do I get the best haircut? How do I look? Yeah. If if my if I feel like it's my body, I gotta go to the gym more. I gotta yeah. I gotta make her. Yeah. I have to be more physically attractive, or yeah. I have to be more spiritually attractive. Or I have to be more, you know, I have to be funnier. Attractive. I have to be financially attractive, yeah, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And then like, um, and then eventually you be like, you know what, man, pop her. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like I am Christopher. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I was prof. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. like hold up, fam. Like at the end of the day, I feel like it's like it's um like I feel. Like like we do get hurt and then we do tear each like each other like ourselves down yeah and then we try to build ourselves up but then i think what we have learned in like over the past years or months whatever yeah um is that we value ourselves yeah. like we know 
um, for a fact, like, man, like, whatever the situation was, that was their loss. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, you effed up. But I yeah. feel like, like, girls, if they, like, stop talking to me or um, I'm not, or whatever, like, yeah. I feel like they lost the best chance of their yeah. life. Like, it's on you. Yeah. You know, like, um, and that's how I feel like, uh, it's not like a cockiness, yeah. but it's more, I think it's more of me just being, um, I have to, I have to pick myself up at the end of the day. Yeah. And if I don't feel like, um, if I don't feel like I'm, I'm worthy, uh, then no, no other woman is going to feel like, and like I said, it's just something that I have to tell myself. And yeah. just for men, like you literally have to speak that, you know, yeah. speak that into your life. Like, you know, if you made a mistake, you got to own up to it and take responsibility. But if you know yeah. you had nothing wrong and, and some, and for whatever reason, yeah. the job didn't go through. Um, you didn't get the job, you didn't get the relationship, you didn't win the case. I don't know, but yeah. anyway, like I don't know what what's the uh, case, but I think you have to always uplift yourself yeah. in, in the correct manner. And I think because identity is very important. If your yeah. identity is gone yeah. and shot, that's when I, people I really, think, yes. really yes. go down that road yes. and, and really start terrorizing people and stop yeah. giving the, stop giving a fuck and like, at the end of the day. And that's what I think it is. Like you... Like you I think that your theme, if I was to say you were to teach a sermon, you would teach a sermon on identity. I feel like that yeah, would be- Yeah, because I know I need that the most. Exactly. Me personally. Exactly. So it's like I have to continuously preach myself that mm -hmm. I am not a screw up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so, I mean, I think I think like for like fellas, if like you really, and women as well, if you listen, I feel like whatever whatever area that you think you're lacking in, um, you really have to know whatever poem, quote, yeah. Bible verse, song, whatever to like whatever gets you that reminder and get that lie yeah. out your head that you're not good enough, that yeah. you're not attractive, that you're overweight, yada yada, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You have to get all that stuff out your mind and really uh and really put the, the like positive stuff in your head and because mental health is very important. Yeah. And so what I was thinking about preach to yourself. What I was thinking about that was to for the people who don't have that. Mm. That's what I'm thinking about. Like you, Ooh, like you had. That, uh, I see what you. you know okay, what I mean? okay. Like yeah. you had campus outreach. Yeah, you know what I mean. You had the I gospel. Like going you up, had I your had mom, mom. You had your brother. Your, no, your brother, your I, sister. I wish I had a brother. Your your dad. I know my you sister had, though. You had friends. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. You had us. You had all these people speaking life and identity. Yeah, yeah. And you think about your darkest moments. Yeah. Imagine 2000. 15. 17. For me. No, it was 17. What do you mean? The darkest moment of my life? Wasn't it last year? No. Oh, it was darker? No, man. After I broke up with my ex, okay, 2015 cool. by okay. far. That so, whole, from yeah. <laughs> August to December, yeah. Chris was not, bro, my hair was literally two feet in the air. Yeah. I did not give a crap. Yeah. I looked. Yeah. I didn't care. I, I yeah. was so jacked up in 2015. And so imagine that without gospel, mm -hmm. without yeah, friends, yeah. without... Anything felt like that. I'm you know not gonna lie mean? to you. Felt like it that. felt like it. But yeah. imagine like your whole life, you never had. You just never. Yeah, you, you never. never you never had it. You never had the opportunity to really just like hear it and exactly. how to express it. Exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, that would be insane. And that's what I'm thinking about. Like so many of these young men who are acting out violently. Yeah. You know, like they don't have anything. They have no affirmation. They have no identity. Yeah. You know, and it was funny because when the shooting happened, and I believe it was Parkland. The day before, I was watching a documentary on Columbine. Huh. I was just out of chance. And one thing that was really remarkable about that documentary was the way these young men described how 
people degraded them mm. and belittled them. Mm. And these men had no foundation mm. at all mm. to the point where they reached like nihilism. Wow. And basically nihilism is just big F the world, screw it. It yeah, is what it is. to the extreme. It's to the extreme. Yeah. And so I feel like what's, what goes on in this world is that because we have such, I'm sorry, because men have such a history of wrongdoing, mm-hmm. because in my opinion, all humans do wrong or in power, but men just happen to be in power, but we can argue that later. Yeah. Like society has an extra hammer on men. Yeah. And an extra, we don't give a F about your feelings to men. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And so society is like, bump men, bump their feelings. We're going to come on, on them really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And then when you come on these guys, pause, really, really aggressively, yeah. right? When you're really bringing the hammer to these individuals, they start fighting back violently. Yeah. Like, think about these, because a lot of these school shooters are these suburban white nerds think about who in the world speaks life into suburban white nerds i'm not i'm not white so i wouldn't know you know what i mean but like it's like he's like he's a white he's white so he has white privilege he's a male he has male privilege you know what i mean he's in suburban so he has a good he has he has comes from money like everything in society tells him that you're all right so you don't need any kind of support. You don't need any affirmation. You don't need any kind of mentorship. You don't, you, like, you're not at need. And I'm like, yo, I feel like these people, these young men who are in these isolated environments, mm-hmm. when they start getting bullied and oh, shamed Lord, don't, don't and belittled and attacked. Let me get the stats. <laughs> like, I feel like, yo, like, th- this leads to some dangerous men. And, and, and on that note, I, I have, uh, I'm not going to read all 11 facts about bullying, but I got this from uh, Ford and Beyond. Shout out uh, Brandon and Aaron after school mentorship program. They have, if you want to support them, I forgot what episode they were, but they're back, they're kind of in the 50s. Yeah, some um, late night cap of conversations. Late night cap of conversations. Great men of the faith, great men, great leaders. One of my mentors, um, and you want to support them, they have some sensational gear that they have not given to us yet. Even <laughs> I haven't paid yet, but you know, I, I ain't going to no beg for it. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, so some of the stats are uh, over 3.2 million students are victims of bullying every year. Mm. 3.2 million, bro. That's a lot. I don't know how many students are there in the world, but yeah. either way, that's a big number. Yeah. Um, I also thought it was very alarming as well. Uh, 160,000 teens Skip school every day because of bullying. Wow. Every day. One in four teachers see nothing wrong with bullying and they would never, they would only intervene 4% of the time. And you as a past teacher. Wow. Like, how, like, if, like, just give a, if you have an example off the top of your head of a kid that was being bullied and, and, and some of the signs that you saw. Oh my gosh. Being bullied. And no, because 4%, 4 are you kidding me? You know what's crazy? There's this w- <laughs> a white kid. Yeah. I taught at an all black school and a white kid came to school. Oh, God. And I'm not trying to be rude. Yeah. Oh, he God. He had all the signs of, you know. I don't know. <laughs> of a kid who would snap. Oh, all okay, the okay, signs. Okay. All the Just signs. Re- okay, okay. Yeah, all the signs. And they gave that kid hell, bro. They gave that kid hell. Mm. And me. I would constantly 
speak to him. I would constantly, I, I would stop it in the moment, but I tried it really hard because he was really annoying. Yeah. Eventually, I had to check myself because yeah. he was just so weird yeah. that I was just like, man, bump him. You know mm. what I mean? But I had to start speaking life into him. I had mm. to start encouraging him. But like they gave this kid hell. But like, what, are, what are some of the signs of a kid that, that, that may be getting bullied or even cyberbullying because I haven't got to those yeah. facts yet? Yeah. What are some of the signs? I think for me, like, this is just oh my gosh! This this sounds really terrible. You see how you see how these open ended questions is, and you see how this no, I have an answer, oh, okay, but it's okay. gonna sound terrible. It's like there's a certain look, and what I mean by that is mm-hmm. this: in the animal kingdom, okay, and uh, at I, farm, <laughs> like in the animal kingdom, uh, alpha knows who a beta is. You know what, what I mean? Yeah. Like he just looks and, he, and there's a look. Yeah. There's plleny of times I've heard it's you say. Le- I feel like a lack of respect. Yeah. Like yeah. you say, like I don't respect that guy. Like yeah. that guy at number thirteen on Last yeah, CSU. It's like, like man, I don't respect that guy. There's a certain look where yeah, you yeah. you can just see it. And you can look somebody in the eyes and be like, weak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like weak. Yeah. And so I feel like a lot of times these kids are like these nerdy, skinnier. Mm-hmm. Usually they're usually skinnier. Mm-hmm. Usually are shyer, you know what I mean? Usually yeah. will have, you know, not the best clothes on, okay. you know, just very timid type of boys. Wow. And that's, and those are the kids, I'll be honest with you, I used to always have an eye out for. I have a special heart because I have somebody in my family who's kind of like that. Yeah. And so for me, I see those kind of kids and I have a heart for them because I know they get picked on. Yeah. And to the women's point, Women would say we're picked on and shamed and bullied all day, which well, is true. Ooh, yeah. But guess what? Women don't lash out in violence. Mm-hmm. Think about it. How many women do you know are shooting up schools? How many women you know are going to movie theater and shooting up the movie theater? How many women you know driving a car into a freaking group of people? Mm-hmm. Like women, like when women get angry, they don't lash out in violence. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I got to pull up the numbers, but if I'm just guesstimating, if there's 1.5 million Men in prison, there may be maybe 80,000 women in prison. Yeah. And a lot of those women are only in prison because of the association they were with the men in, the, in that crime. Mm. And so it's like women don't, women are hurt and definitely need to be uplifted and cared about. Yeah. But the thing about a hurt woman is she's not going to go and grab her AR-15 and kill everybody. Mm. And so I think it's something that we have to do as a society with a lot of these men and we have to care for them the same way we can't just be like, oh, we they're care for everybody. You have to care yeah. for them. We have to treat equal opportunists. <laughs> we have to yeah. treat everybody equally and not say because you're a white male or because you're a male that you don't need help or you don't need love. And I can just talk down upon you, you know? And I feel like for a lot of times, like <sighs> women, men all the time speak down upon women. It's, it's true. And it's mm-hmm. terrible. It's terrible, mm-hmm. and it needs to stop. Point blank, period. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. But let's not get it twisted. Women speak down upon men as well. Mm. They they say some na- like they say some nasty things to men as well. And but the difference is, a man says nasty things to a woman, she's usually going to be hurt. A woman says nasty things to a man, he's usually going to act out in violence. And so what I what I really feel like we need to move forward in a society is we need to find ways to help guys out. Help mm-hmm. them out. Because I feel like it's only gonna get worse. Well, I feel like I would feel like uh you definitely have 
I think the same. I mean, I think the same level of care um, as as women um, get and deserve. I think. Uh, I mean, you can have the same level playing field for men, just like you say, just being being equal. You mm-hmm. know, if there's, um, I don't know, help center, domestic violence centers, wherever that looks like. You know, having the prop the same, if not at least more, um, because. I mean, I think I think mental health is an issue. It's an issue, and I think mental health has has no gender. Of course, and uh, and it's just it's it's um it's <sighs> I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of people. At the, I feel like I always go back to identity because hurt people hurt people at yeah. the end of the day, and no matter what 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 race or gender um it is, because um if you're if you're feeling insecure or uh unhappy or whatever people lash lash off lash differently um mm-hmm. some people resort to cyberbullying some people resort to suicide mm-hmm. some people resort to really bad acts of violence mm-hmm. and um men and women yeah and i think um at the end of the day it all goes back to uh i mean cuz people have some hard experiences and mm-hmm. and people are are sometimes just their life. Um, they're just not blessed with some of the things that you and I had. Yes, yeah, real. And uh, we don't know uh, what everybody's going through. Just like when we was watching Last Chance You with yeah. uh, with Isaiah Wright, and he was a running back, and he grew up in uh, he grew up in foster home because his mother. What happened to his mother? His mother uh, didn't want them yeah. anymore. Basically, his mother didn't want to take care of them anymore, and dad was in prison. So him yeah. and, and one of his brothers bounced around for foster home for six years yeah. before they can, uh, before their dad finally came out of uh, prison. Yeah. And uh, then he, you know, oh, Jesus Lord. And then he, um, I'm sorry, I saw something on TV. Um, and then um, he was convicted last year of attempted murder. Mm. You know, yeah. just like like you That's know, life saying. life dealt people a unfair hand. Yeah, and and being around, like he literally said, he had to fight some of his foster home caregivers because yeah. of abuse. Yeah, and just like like having that kind of mental stability, like man, who like what where can he go? You know, mm-hmm. like where, like who who's who's talking to him? Who's yeah. who's Checking his uh, mind, who's asking him questions? How are you feeling? How are yeah. you doing? How are you processing things? Yeah, and I think it's just it's some stories out there, that are just exact same about women. Yeah, um, no, I, I agree, I agree, and that and that's what I, and that's what I I think is just Kuzma got new ink. <laughs> I know, boy. I think that's what I'm that's what I'm noticing is what we really need to start doing, like. A lot of people see these men who are doing all these acts of violence and they're looking at these guys like, oh man, these are just some evil men who do evil things to women. And I'm like, yo, like these are these are hurt people. You know what I mean? These are hurt individuals. And we gotta not only help these hurt individuals, but we also have to prevent these things from happening. Yeah. I mean I, I think something just popped up in my head because okay. um I think it's real easy to look at um a certain thing. Um, on one side, but I feel like yeah. if we were some of the uh, relatives of the victims mm-hmm. of Park Lane, you see, you know, some of the things they say, you know, orphaned and, you know, didn't have his parents and had a hard childhood, things like that. But in their minds, he's a freaking terrorist. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people are going to going to say he's a bad human. Mm-hmm. Like, he, even though he's 19, yeah. people are going to say um, that. He's a he's a he's a, a national born local terrorist, um, and 
it's kind of, it's like people are going to really just, you know, they're going to be like, it's really hard for people to just, just say, oh, he's just, just a, just a young kid and, and he made a mistake. And, oh, of you know, course uh, not. We're like, not like, saying how, that at all. Like how, how can, how, how can these people look at some, something like that situation and really feel, uh, um, really feel compassion for that, like for him. Yeah. When there's so much hurt and pain and losing somebody so close. Yeah, and just to, to talk on that just a little bit briefly, man, I think first and foremost for all the, the, the families of the victims, you know, there's there's no words that I can that I can share. Yeah, me neither. There's no words can I can share that can make the hurt go away or to make you feel any better. And never am I trying to um, ha- garner sympathy for or individual. Or give excuses and things Or like give that, excuses yeah. for individuals who committed such an atrocious act. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that, you know, if, how I think, can we prevent it? How can we prevent it in the future? And the biggest thing is like as as Christians, like we believe that every single person, you know, is made in the image of God. Mm. And every single person, though we're born into sin, like we're like we're we're not utterly depraved. Yeah. And what that means is we're not we're not born heathens. Mm-hmm. Like a baby is still a baby. So so how did this baby be, go from this sweet, innocent, cute bundle of joy until this grown, vicious monster. I mean, well, the same was birthed into us. Yeah, and, and, yeah. but what I'm saying I'm is saying, things, yeah, things happen. Saying. I get you saying. And so for me, it's like, not to make excuses for anybody, but that could have been any of us. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not and this is I'm not talking to the Parkland people because I, I don't want to touch on that. But what I'm saying for me is I look at that, I said, man, I, I have a lot of, Anger in me. Yeah, I'm very angry, mm-hmm. and I'm very I'm and because I, I mean a lot of people hurt me consistently because I'm just a nice person. I always like have give second chances, but I have so much support in my anger. Yeah, I have you. I have my parents. I have I have I have the the most supportive human being can get. I have. Yeah, I could only imagine who I would be if I grew up with no support. Yeah. With no friends, yeah. with no parents, with no God, with no community, with nothing. Yeah. And then all the bad things that still happen to me today, mm-hmm. I can only imagine how I would respond in last year. So I have comp- so my thing is I'm like, man, I feel sorry for them because any of us, no one chose how they were raised. Yeah. No one chose their personality trait or their temperament. No one chose these things. A lot of stuff was given to us. Yeah. And so I was like, dang, bro, like. This could have been me. Yeah. You know, like, you know, and so for me, it's just like, man, how do we, how do we help and how do we prevent? Like, how do we help and how do we prevent this situation from occurring in the future? And that's, and that's what more of the conversation is around for me because I just, I just find it just, it's extremely unfortunate and it's so, it's so saddening to me. Because like I said, I just I feel like it's gonna continue hap- happening again because people are gonna always ask the question, how do we stop this? And it's not not just the gun violence. I'm talking about a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, domestic yeah. violence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how do like there's so many things that a lot of these young men who people are just treating like crap, man. Like mm. just think about it, like somebody once told me, this one girl said, men for years have been treating women like trash. Mm-hmm. I said no. Men for years have been treating everybody like trash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they've been treating everybody like trash. Like in your in from your personal experience, mm-hmm. do men treat women worse or other men worse? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, probably either either oh Jesus dime either um uh either men or it's both the same honestly. Yes, so, so it's either equal or more men. But like for example, like when guys are around each other, like the way they the way guys talk to each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? The way the stuff we say and yeah. the, like all that stuff like. That's some really unhealthy thing. We yeah, don't talk to women like that. Yeah, it's more intense. Well, it's probably because we censor things and we treat them with more tender and care. And that's what I'm saying. So, the biggest issue is that a lot of these guys were hurt too mm-hmm. for years as well. But they had no voice. Mm. You know? They had no voice to express their hurts and pains. Nobody cared. Nobody cared about the nerd. Yeah. Who was in school getting bullied? Nobody cares about the guy, the the privileged male who's like no one cares about him. Yeah. And when nobody cares about you and mm-hmm. you get not and you get nihilism, mm-hmm. when you get F the world, when you reach that point, yeah, as a man, it's especially as a young man, because you have energy, yeah, and you have anger, yeah, and you have hatred. Yeah. That concoction, bro, leads to some serious dangerous yeah. people. Ooh, I think um who no I think uh it's it's time to wrap it up <laughs> honestly yeah. I mean cuz I'm getting I'm getting depressed <laughs> you know and I think um and for our first time listeners we this is not usually how we uh we uh you know are are and act is a little bit more excitement more more jokes yeah uh, but some things um we we feel like God has called us to address and we're going to address yeah. and this won't be one of those situations um, but we're also uh, we're starting something new. Yeah, I'm really excited about. Um, oh, we're gonna wrap it up. I thought you can give like a word of encouragement. I was gonna ask my, you. My 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 new thing was gonna be encouragement. Okay, thing. cool. Right. But but okay. Um, but what we what we doing? Um, what we're gonna do every week now? Um, is what we call it's called gems. G E M S. I was in the spelling bee in the second grade. Okay. I did not spell couch correctly, so I was out <laughs> in the second round. Unfortunately, <laughs> I say I spell it like C O C H. Anyways, but uh, it's called gems. So gems are uh something that we either saw, um, we read uh, mm-hmm. a tweet, um, it could be a song, um, a message. Anything that we felt like um, is something that is worth giving to our, uh, to you all, our mm-hmm. listeners, and to ourselves as well. And uh, I'm gonna go first. And also, oh. you said whoa. I said ooh. I said yeah. I, I also want. Also, like, I, I, if you see something positive and you want to, uh, you want to share to to the roommates, and it also, I feel like we also can do. You get a gym. I get a gym. A listener get a gym. Okay, and I feel like that'd be more interactive and 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 um and like I said, it could be anything. Like without, listen, artists that don't mean to be sending me your mixtape mm-hmm. talking about my mixtape gonna change your life. You know yeah. all these things. <laughs> not that. It's not for promotional yeah, reasons. Yeah, yeah. All right, don't send me your podcast. Yeah. Come on, let me listen to this last five minutes yeah. to change your life. No, no, that nab. It's not that. Yeah. Um, but. My gym uh, of this week is, is is the exercise, actually. Okay. And uh, my guy from Florida Beyond, when we talked about um, this bullying, cyberbullying uh, in school, and I think it was really, um, I think it was really, really beneficial for the kids. Um, so if you have a piece of paper or a, you know, some, uh, what's some things called? You can sticky notes. Sticky notes. You got a little sticky notes. Stick, 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 um, I think notes. you, I, I want all the listeners to really uh, write down three lies they believe. Mm. Um, and for example, my three lies is, uh, I know I feel like I'm not good enough. 
um, at times mm. that uh, that I'm a failure. Okay. Um, and that I'm not uh, worthy of God's love. Okay. Um, so those one of those are my three uh, of lies that I believe, and you write them down on a piece of paper or once on, or uh, on a sticky note, and uh, you you literally find a match. Um, I don't care a candle something and mm. burn it and really tell yourself pray to yourself tell somebody find a partner your your spouse etc cetera, etc cetera, um, and really Frank. just burn those lies out of your head and out, mm. your, uh, out of your world and, and remember the three truths that you also going to write down about yourself okay. that uh, like for me like I know God accepts, accept, accepts me who I am I know that um, he came on the cross and died for me. That I'm worthy of of that, and also that um, that I'm already successful and that I'm already um, um, a positive influence on on this on this earth. And I'm going to literally either find something that you can see that every day. Is that a screenshot? Is that a Bible verse? Is that something you put in your car? Um, at work every day to remind yourself when times are getting hard mm-hmm. um, and you feel those lines creeping back in your head, remember those truths and remember that you're not alone and remember that you always have somebody to call on and, you know, the some of the rage and the outbreaks that you want to have is not worth it. Mm. You are wonderful. I love <laughs> it. Wow. That was a really good one, man. That's a really That's how we start off. Start off that heat. I love it, man. And mine is a quote that uh, man has really encapsulated my life. Encapsulated. Spell it. E N C A P S U L A. I have no idea if that's right or not. <laughs> I have encapsulated my life. You know I'm colorblind, so I can't put words in my head. So it's a quote from the Puritans. And regardless of what you believe about the Puritans, um, there's lies and truths about them as well. But here's a quote. The quote is this. It it says, the same son that hardens the clay melts the ice. <laughs> yes. What? The same sun that hardens the clay melts the ice. And let me explain to you what Yeah, bro, is. I have no idea what that means. So, my my IQ level was not, my, my SAT was like 1400. So, you leave clay in the That's sun. Sorry. You leave clay in the sun, what happens to it? It hardens. You leave ice in the sun, what happens it to melts. it? It melts. Cool. So, the sun represents the hardships of life. Oh, okay. So like Ecclesiastes talks about like vanity under the sun, difficulty under the sun. Like the sun is like the mundaneness, the hardships, the grind, the toils. Ooh, all the things you're going to go through. Of life. Correct. Right? And so the clay and the ice is, is, is symbolic to your heart. Ooh, interesting. To your heart. So, this, so basically what the Puritans are, we're trying to say is that in your heart, the difficulties of life will do one of two things. Okay. It will either harden your heart okay. or soften your heart. Okay. Like, I get you. So when bad things happen to you, it's very easy to let that harden your heart. Yeah. And you become frustrated yeah. and bitter yeah. and resentment. And as Jordan Peterson would say, and malevolent and, yeah. and like all the, all the evil things mm-hmm. of life, you just, you embrace it. Yeah. You know? And then you, in response, do that back to other people. Gotcha. Your heart is hardened like Pharaoh's was, and you just, do, you just hurt people mm-hmm. because the difficulties of life, the sun has made you so hardened. Mm-hmm. But the way God has really set up the world is that the difficulties and harshness of life are meant to 
make your heart soften, mm. give you compassion mm. and sympathy and mm. empathy mm. and forgiveness because you see evil done to others and yourself and you don't want that spread anymore, right? Mm-hmm. So for example, if I was abused as a child, mm-hmm. when I have a son, I would never want to abuse him. Not saying I got abused, I'm just giving an example. Yeah, yeah, My parents yeah. were amazing. But if you were abused as a child and you had, and you had a child yourself, you wouldn't want to abuse him. Why? Because you went through that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of people, what happens? They get hardened. Yeah. And then when they have a child, they do the same thing. Yeah. So it's this idea that don't let the difficulties of life make it give you compassion. Mm. So if I was a, if I was a guy who was in a school and getting and got bullied mm-hmm. and I was getting picked on mm-hmm. and I was getting shamed and harassed, yeah. the last thing I would want to do is to take that evil and give it back yeah. to somebody else. If the sun has melted my heart, if the, if the hearts of life have melted my heart in response, I would say, I don't want anyone else to go through that, mm-hmm. right? So then I was like, you know what? There's this kid who gets bullied. Let me be his friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me start a, a club, anti-bullying yeah. club. Let me prevent this from happening. Yeah. Let me take this anger. Anger is a good emotion because yeah. anger leads to passion mm. and passion drives change. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's the, the key to life, man. Because yeah. like I said, the sun affects everybody. Yeah. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit us. The hardships, the toil, the, it's going to happen mm-hmm. no matter who you are. But the key is to not let it harden you. Let it Ooh. soften you and allow you to have compassion and love for people, especially wow. those who hurt you. That that map that, 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 that. that's I mean that's a, that's amazing. And uh and I think um I know um that just I want to give the listeners an example of 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 something that like kind of reminds myself of of who I am and it's it's that song uh called Worth by Anthony Brown. It's after every mm-hmm. <laughs> after yeah. every black movie. Yeah. You thought I was worth saving <laughs> but you came and changed my that song right there. I'm telling you boy, I'm telling you boy. But uh I think um I think I think well you you're you're right. I think the heart um is is um it's it's a it's a huge thing. Um, I know it's a verse in Jeremiah. I think it's seventeen nineteen. The heart the heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately still who can understand it? I the Lord search the heart and search the mind for your for your ways according to the fruit of His deeds. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think um, having a soft heart um, um, towards um, just experiences people. Yeah, uh, it can really lead into a lot of change. And make the world a better place, um, because I mean, you could talk about that about any, anything. That's real. Um, so people have to challenge themselves. They do, man. Don't challenge don't themselves. don't grow bitter and resentful, man. Because that's a, I've been there and I fight it every single day. You gotta fight. I yeah. mean, especially people that you that think differently. You have the different ideology, all yeah. that. I mean, it's just yeah. You have to. Yeah, man. And so, um, listeners, guys. If you're if it's your first time listening, man, the Roommates Podcast is behind the scenes of life, and we like to joke around. We do. We like to tell funny stories. I am we funny. Lo- we, <laughs> we like to have a good time. We will. But life isn't like that all the time. No. You know what I mean? You're going to get what we go through. You're going to get what we go through. And so this is just an expression, an experience, a look into a part of what we're going through. And hopefully, you know, you guys continue to 
stay connected, continue to send us messages because yeah, we want to. And, and feel and feel us. Say, hey, Chris, bro, I, I love that song. Like, yeah, like yeah, tell me, yeah. tell me, we we not the only ones crazy out here. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're we're trying to be vulnerable and, yeah. and express what we're going through, yeah. and so we can help um our listeners and ourselves um become better people in this in this world. Awesome, man. I love it, man. I think that's it I think that is it So Turn the AC back on As I said at the beginning of the show This is your boy Hafiz Chris the star of the show baby And we are the mm. roommates guys Make mm. sure you go ahead and Yo mm. thank you If you mm. put in these reviews on iTunes Thank mm. you guys man Man if you listen on iTunes guys Throw mm. us a review man Bless mm. up to everybody Throw us a review And share guys. share share You guys, feel like you, Share it man People need to hear this message Yo. People, If you have a uh, Especially if there's a man yes. Brother Ladies Cousin Ladies. Husband Significant other That's my challenge yada, 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 That's yada. my challenge Send it Send it Send it Send it Ladies Men we feel you Yes ladies If you Like send this Podcast episode If this If you're like Man this is a really good Message Like send this To a man That you know Whether it's your boyfriend Your brother like Chris said send it to somebody to give him some encouragement because guys we gotta continue sharing the love guys share I wanted the same energy last week with the comments use that same energy this black week as women well. that came for us <laughs> really have these but for <laughs> us I wanna see the same results this week let's go so we got a roommate mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. adios Woo-hoo.